Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. Hey, what's up, you guys? Jeff Cohn here with another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders in the industry. We have a very special guest today, and Mrs. Catherine it's Miss. Nizzy. You want to be Miss today? Well, you said Mrs., and I am not <laughs> married. Everyone listening is going, oh my gosh, are we going to actually play this? Yes, we're going to play this, because we're authentic. <laughs> Let's do this again. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders in the industry. Today, we have a very special guest in Miss Catherine Nizzi. Thank you. Kat, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing really well. Also, make sure Pursuing Results, who helps manage our podcast, don't delete the first take. I think it'd be fun to include it. Our listeners want to know... We're not perfect. We make lots of mistakes like me showing up today in shorts because I didn't know we'd be recording. So if you are watching and you want to see me in my nice cotton Nike shorts, feel free to watch the video version. A lot of people don't know, but we record all of these on camera um, and we use a lot of the outtakes for announcing that the episodes are coming up and then also mm -hmm. after the episodes are over to help market the different podcasts. Mm -hmm. So we have a really cool episode today. Um, we're going to be going over our new and improved elite team building guide that we've been working on the last couple of months. We wanted to be able to release this by next year, and we have it for you in quarter four. Woohoo! So Catherine is here to help me go through it. Catherine works with us in a lot of different roles, event coordinator, marketing director, um, chief visionary officer. We'll give you all of them, CEO, COO, CFO. Perfect. Keep going. Pretty much you do everything. You yeah. run the whole country. Uh, the whole world. <laughs> you actually. are the president. Yeah. Uh -huh. So we're excited to have Kat here to help us go through and we're going to talk about the top 12 pillars of how we built and scaled our flagship team, Omosley Real Estate Group, which we went from 70 to over 700 sides in less than six years. And we believe we are the fastest growing real estate team in history across all brokerage brands and unit sales. Um, that is our claim to fame. If somebody has beat that number selling single family residential, uh, please feel free to reach out to us and we will gift you a $100 gift card to the restaurant of your choice. Absolutely. So take us away. Okay. Well, um, I know a couple of months in the past year or so, people really wanted more content from us, something that a guide they could use um, that was just something that they could refer back to something quick and easy about building their team. Cause there's Jeff's business plan that you can get at growwithers.com. And that's nine steps of building your real estate team. And this is, you know, the team building guide. This is it. This is 12 months of content. This covers the 12 topics that we cover within our coaching program. So as a team leader client, you will cover each of these topics throughout the year. Um, so our first topic and the guide kicks off with is big picture and in big picture, we cover breaking down your business, having the right people in the right place and identifying your next hire. So why don't you speak to that big sure. picture and why is, why is it the first month? Why do we start with big picture? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, big picture training actually was uh, one of the first trainings we ever offered our company. 
And the reason for it is a lot of people didn't know what our intent was when it came to generating leads through the internet and or other lead vehicles, and then plugging them into a client relationship management software, attending trainings, being held accountable, plugging into all the different systems and um, processes that we had created over the years. And so we wanted to create a training that kind of encompassed everything in just one sitting and it'd take about an hour, hour and a half. And so the first month, like you mentioned, of the high level team leader coaching product, we kick off big picture and we go down each of those rabbit holes. But the real intent and what I would want all of our podcast listeners to take away from this first pillar is really what direction do you want to go? And the reason we kick it off with this is the decisions you make today and how you choose to spend your time over the next 12 months will obviously get you the results, hopefully, that you're setting out to get. But a lot of people never ask, what results do I want? They just keep doing things the same way over and over. And so big picture is to really take a step 10,000 feet up or back, mm -hmm. if you will, and really ask yourself, what are you trying to accomplish over the next 12 months to five years? And then make sure that your key performance indicators or your KPIs are aligned with what you're trying to accomplish. Right. And if you guys want to download this, um, you can find all of our marketing information, all of our downloads at growwithers.com. And this will be one of the top links and it'll be called the Elite Team Building Guide. And again, like you said, it has the topic that is covered and then it breaks down to three different specific topics within the big topic. And it has goals for each of those topics that you can make sure you're um, getting to and keep yourself accountable and keep others accountable to that. Awesome. So we're also, we're going to take you guys through the next 11. Mm -hmm. Before we do that, I do want to ask, ask you and invite you to please go out to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Kat, why do we choose iTunes over any of the other platforms? I know we have our podcast in hundreds of places. Why do we push people to iTunes? Um, uh, well, it's actually called Apple Podcasts. If Perfect. we're being Thank specific, you. you're super welcome. Um, because P Apple Podcasts is next to Spotify, the biggest streaming service. And Apple, it, like Spotify, the only way your podcasts get pushed and get more and get more readily available for people is ratings. Because it's not like YouTube where it counts the subscriber count. It's not followers. It's not downloads. It's truly by your ratings and and we want to share our content and we want to share our information with more than with everyone. Yeah. And so when you give us five star ratings, it um, um, gives Apple Podcasts a reason to push us. Sure. More more Apple juice puts, puts, pushes us up higher yeah. on the ranking. I don't know if we can be much higher. If you search team building, we pop up number one. Mm -hmm. Used to be number two to Mr. Tony Robbins. Um, we come up number one right now on the search team building, right. but we'd like to come up higher when people search real estate. So please go out there. If you find this podcast to be valuable and you are someone that has listened to a few episodes, please go out and give us a five-star review and give us a quick shout out to one of your favorite guests or something that you've been able to take away, something that's changed in your life from giving your time to the podcast. Absolutely. All right. Our next topic would be number two is lead generation and the um, topics within lead generation are SOI best practices, prospecting for new leads, and creating and converting internet leads. Love it. Yeah. So we found a lot of times agents that were new to the business didn't feel comfortable, confident that they could create their own leads. And it's it really was a big limita uh, limitation that I think agents put on themselves for being able to get into the business and be successful. So, of course, any veteran agent knows it's best to work your sphere of influence if you're going to be personally working the business and have that as your job. But what's really hard is if you choose to step out of the day-to-day -day grind of working the business and you want to own a business that's scalable without you being necessary – 
as a true business, you have to find other lead sources outside of just your sphere of influence. So like mm -hmm. Kath mentioning Google ads, Facebook ads, door knocking, open houses. And what we found is not all agents are created equal. We're all different human beings. And each agent finds where their special lead source is, what they're most comfortable with, or where their greatest return on investment and return on time is at, because we require each person that sells a property to track um, where the lead source came from and how much time they spent, how many showings they went on from each lead source, how much money they spent, of course, towards each lead, lead source and or how much time they spent on each lead source. So at the end of each year, as we're planning for the next year, they're able to delineate where they should spend a majority of their marketing budget as well as their time so that each and every year they can continue making more money in less time with less energy. Lead generation, it's sexy. Everyone I shows up for it. Gen, Everybody shows up for it, but what does nobody else? What does nobody show up for after that? No one wants to talk about the work. No one wants to talk about lead conversion. Lead gen's easy. Which lead gen's easy? You just got to spend some money. Yeah, let them come in. And lead conversion is where the work is done, and so yeah. that's our next month. And again, we talk about SOI best practices, lead distribution, and accountability to those leads, and working your CRM. CRM and converting yep. internet leads. I had a call yesterday with Dotloop, uh, who's speaking at a really big event that's coming up. And they were asking me out of all of the analytics we've tracked in the last 10 years, because we've generated over a million internet leads um, on our Boomtown platform, which created 100,000 registered leads. I should say a million visits gave us 100,000 registered leads. We've converted 2.5% of those, which is 2,500 closed deals, which totaled over 15 million in commissions generated, of which I kept half as 50% referral fees, and the agents were able to retain the other half. I don't know anyone in the country who's done more than 2,500 closed internet leads. If anyone can give me that number, anyone knows of any teams that closed more than 2,500 internet leads, um, I'll give you a $100 gift card to the restaurant of your choice. Mm -hmm. You guys can just send Catherine a message through Elite Real Estate Systems, at Elite Real Estate Systems. Yeah, on, on Instagram, Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, anywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Follow so, us. Right? Yeah. So the thing that I shared with them that I felt was so fascinating was the amount of time it took to convert a lead after it had, um, after it had registered. So rhetorically, I'll ask the audience just to give you guys a couple seconds to think about it. How long do you think out of the 2,500 leads that did close, how long would you guess it took on average from the day those leads registered to the day those leads went under contract, not closed, but from registration to go under contract? How long did that time period take for all the leads that actually ended up closing with us? The answer is around six months. The thing that's so fascinating with that is I know there's a lot of agents that have a false expectation that when they start taking leads from their broker or the team leader, any lead source, it doesn't matter if it's Google ads or Zillow or realtor.com, they expect they're going to close some deals like in the next couple of months. And the truth is it, as an average over you know, a long period of time, it's going to be about six months. And that's because when someone does their initial search, buy house, insert city name or sell house, insert city name, they're probably not ready right now to go buy a house or sell a house, but it is something on the horizon. It is something that they're thinking about. And the average is six. Now, do we have deals where they come in and the day they register, they buy? Yes. And we have deals where seven years later do they buy yes but the average is six months nice all right next up is recruiting and our topics within recruiting are leveraging agents and strategic partnerships in recruiting how to utilize the disc test when recruiting and how to utilize your CRM and social media yep. to recruit I went to event an event in Austin Texas about seven years ago and it was an event that Gary Keller hosts um, surrounding his book. And this was close to after the launch of the one thing. 
And I remember Gary saying the number one thing all leaders should focus on is searching for talent. And we can use the word recruiting talent. Mm -hmm. And it can be agents in the beginning, and then it can be staff. It could be the person to run your mortgage company, your title company, your mm -hmm. insurance company, your investment company. The list goes on and on and on. Mm -hmm. But recruiting, as we think about it, is, oh, go out and find agents. But it could be so much more. And we're going to get into how do you find the right people, not just any people, which is mm -hmm. the traditional broker strategy. But how do you find the right people that fit your team culture, that fit your world, people that you could actually see yourself hanging out with on a team trip? Mm -hmm. I always say, if you can't sit on the beach with them and their significant other for a couple hours, don't hire them because there might be a time you have to sit on the beach with them and their significant other for a couple of hours. Stranded. Yes. Thinking about ways out. Stranded in Cancun, just wishing that you'd never hired that person. Uh, that's just a hypothetical. <laughs> What's your disc? Um, what was the results of my disc? Yes. I am a 99D, 99I. I am a CI. What are your percentages? Do you know? 99 and 99. Wow. Yeah. I'm I don't a think people I knew pleaser that. through and through. Wow. It's yeah. interesting because Kevin's an SC mm -hmm. and Andy's an IS. We're all different. I'm a oh, CI. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. CI is weird, though. Yeah, I don't meet a lot of CIs. Yeah. C is your leading one mm -hmm. and I is your secondary. Mm -hmm. oh, that's cool. People, please. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, um, DISC, you can get for free. I don't know if we have a link to it, but I believe if you just Google DISC test, mm -hmm. Tony Robbins' website will give you a, a free version. And it's like 10 or 15 minutes. You go through, answer a bunch of questions, and it kind of guesses what your dominant traits are and what your secondary trait is. And then it also tells you what your natural state is, uh, what your what your personality traits are if you're in a natural environment versus an adaptive. So, like, how would you mm -hmm. act if you were at home and no pressure? And then how do you change when you're in an Masking. adaptive setting? Mm -hmm. and what's interesting on mine is I'm in my natural setting when I'm at work or on a podcast like mm -hmm. this, and I adapt when I'm at home. So I change when I'm at a home setting. I have to kind of tone it back a little yeah, bit or else everyone will want to kick me off the island. Well, I can't <laughs> say I don't blame them. Um, next is accountability. Um, so we're what? One, two, three, fifth month in accountability is how to hold groups accountable, yeah. um, how to have an effective one-on-one -on -one and how to have and agent CRM accountability. Yeah, I really like this one. Um, you hear a lot of people talk about what someone's supposed to do. And I hear even more people talk about how that person never did what they were supposed to do. And my follow-up question as a thought leader, motivator, coach is, tell me about your accountability process to hold that person accountable to doing the said activities that you expect them mm -hmm. to do. And I always get the deer in a headlight response. What, mm -hmm. what, accountability, I shouldn't have to hold these people accountable, they're adults. Well, you do. And the most successful people I know in the world had an accountability coach. Absolutely. Let's take Michael Jordan as an example. I'm in the midst right now of reading his, uh, the book that his coach wrote, who was his mm. like mental wellness and nutrition coach uh, called Winning. And mm. it talks all about accountability and how he showed up with Michael Jordan every single day to help him train before his normal training, mm -hmm. um, help him eat. He ate. I had never even heard this, but he ate a steak before every game. He'd eat steak. Me too. And they found that he needed it for a little bit more energy yeah. when he got into the fourth quarter. So I thought that was pretty cool. Maybe I should try that the next time I go on a stage. I probably could yeah. use a big Next nice time you play a four-quarter basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I played one quarter recently. Uh, yeah. Uh, right before a pickleball match. You just <laughs> chewing on a steak. <laughs> I would be down. Especially on these Omaha steaks. They're yeah. Good. Yeah. So accountability is huge. And I think a lot of people really do miss the mark because they don't get intentional about doing it. It's pretty simple. Um, anyone you want to hold accountable to help be there for them, just have a time reserved once a week where you're going to both show up in person or virtually and have a conversation around the things they're supposed to be doing. And when they're not doing it, that's okay. You need to be their cheerleader. Mm -hmm. And you, maybe there's some takeaways um, for us. If they're not following up with leads we're sending to them, we'll take the leads away. 
and we'll assign them to someone who's going to get the job done. But the goal isn't to make people feel bad about themselves. The goal is to inspire and lead people to become the best versions of themselves so they can live and lead the lives of their dreams. This is where culture starts right here. Accountability. That's where it starts. And I think this is my favorite month because I think we see a lot of our clients come in. They're like, I don't even know where to begin. And it's like, just begin by holding people accountable to the jobs and actionables you have given Mm. them. And then that changes their whole world. I love it. Um, All right. Our next six months is zero cost overhead. Um, Super fun. Implementing transaction fees, the value of strategic partnership agreements and tracking and estimating overhead. Yeah, I really like this one. You know, a lot of people get stressed out and I understand the stressors that come when you hear so many people on so many podcasts and books and stages and people in your office saying that you need to have every single piece of technology and every lead source and every system and every strategy and everything that's out there. And of course, each person has to decide what's going to work best for them. And the thing that works best for each person is the thing they're actually going to use consistently over a long period of time. So when we knew we needed a client relationship management tool, that was when I knew that my business was going to be more than just myself. And even if it had just been myself, I still should have had a strong CRM. I had used Excel for about five years. Ooh, Google that's Forms. strong. It's strong. It did good enough for me. Yeah. But when I knew that I was going to get into the hundreds of leads, I knew I needed something better. There's tons of great ones out there. Um, we are agnostic when it comes to a CRM. However, we have been using Boomtown for 10 years. And I believe we are the most successful Boomtown platform in the in history of Boomtown in terms of how many deals have been converted on our platform uh, through leads we generated on mm-hmm. Google Ads that went into our Boomtown account. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, I don't care what it is. Just have something that you that you do when it comes to lead gen. The challenge is, or sorry, um, CRMs, the challenge is paying for it. So somebody that's newer, someone listening right now, it's like, well, dude, that's great. You have Boomtown, but it's expensive or whatever it is, Sync or Privity or uh, Real Geeks. Those are some of the best ones I hear about in the industry. Well, one of the things that Boomtown had shared with me 10 years ago, and it's still applicable today, is that you can go out. They're no longer called MSAs, Marketing Service Agreements. They're now called um, Strategic Partnerships. Thank you, SP, Strategic Partnerships. And so you can create a strategic partnership with a company like a mortgage company or a home inspection company, a home warranty company, a title company, an insurance company, where they pay Boomtown and they pay for your, they can pay for the platform and they can pay for the leads. And then you, you and your organization, if you're in real estate, are going to become kind of their scrubbers. You're the ones following up with all the leads. You're the one servicing the leads. And then, of course, when said lead says, hey, who should I, who would you recommend I use for XYZ services? You're going to volunteer the services you think would be best for them. And hopefully the service provider is one of the people on the list that you're going to be giving the people that you're working with. And so we were able to zero base all of our marketing expenses and all of our admin expenses by essentially collecting money for uh, through service providers for our lead gen efforts and then collecting a broker fee or a closing fee at the end of a transaction that covers all of the admin costs um, from contract to close, we were able to zero base the cost of our actual admin. Mm-hmm. And that was a game changer. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people, you know, they're really worried how to cover all those expenses. We were able to find a way to have predictable revenue. We knew we'd be able to zero base all of that through charging broker fees and increasing the amount of money that our service providers were providing to us as we needed to generate more leads, the bigger that our team got. And the next one after that is leveraged roles, which is hard because nobody can do it as well as I can, right? 
So what roles to fill and in what order? Was that rhetorical or are you saying I'm moving that on from that. Did you just literally say that? I'm moving on from that. How to find them and who to hire and compensation and accountability. Yeah, this is a really big one. Um, I hear people a lot of times say, I can't be everyone at once. You know, I can't be everywhere at once or I can't wear all these hats. It's so stressful and it is stressful. And I don't know any entrepreneur that hasn't had that moment where they felt like they had seven jobs at one time. That's completely normal. Anyone in the real estate business that is on their own or even with one admin, you're a marketing person, you're your chief financial officer, you are your chief, you know, every role essentially that there is, you're pretty much doing it all. And so what I found was that by leveraging um, different roles, have, bringing people into my organization to do the things that I thought were things either that drained my energy um, either I didn't love doing them and or they were uh, lower income producing activities. So you take an admin position as an example. In Omaha, you can get a really great admin probably around 16 or $17 an hour. If my if I'm making 96 grand a year, which is what I made my first year selling in 2007, I netted 96,000. I found out really quickly that hiring that first leverage role of a full-time administrative assistant to do all my contract to close and a few other tasks, that would have saved me a net gain of around $30 an hour because I was, I was making 50 grand or sorry, $50 mm -hmm. an hour. So hiring someone for 20 an hour, I just netted 30 bucks. And then I replaced the time I saved with hiring income producing activities, prospecting and going on appointments and sort that sort of thing. So you can take that as far as you want to take it. You can have people running your businesses for you. So what's the, so the first role you leveraged was your admin work. What's the last mm -hmm. role you leveraged before you exited the business? Um, was well, it? it depends on what you mean by semantically exiting the business because I'm still somewhat in the business. You're in the business, but to, you yeah. know. So first it's um, the admin. It's simple. I'll go through them all. Um, then it's buyer's agents to take over my buyers. And I stepped mm -hmm. out of working buyers. Then it was finding listing agents to take over the listings. And then it was replacing me as team lead. Mm -hmm. Now I would say that then you essentially don't have to be there if you don't want to be there once right. that's running. If that's all you're wanting to do. My goal was to go off as a lot of people that listen know and build all the ancillary businesses that support the real estate transaction. And I could have continued as the team leader and built that. I did do that for quite some time for four or five years. Uh, but I wanted to be more present in scaling all of the ancillary businesses national. Um, I want to be in the top 100 cities over the next five years. And so to be able to do that, that's essentially a full-time job. And that was finding someone to replace me. Like you said, we, one, always feels like they're best at what they do. Right. Whatever positions are at the top, the positions that get paid the most are the hardest positions to leverage. Mm -hmm. And that's typically the team leader role, the listing, number one listing agent role. And that's why I think so many agents feel like they're handcuffed. You know, everyone talks yeah. about golden handcuffs. They feel handcuffed to the business because they, they have yet to find their replacement. And what I would say to you is look harder, be mm -hmm. more cognizant of the fact that you're trying to find someone to take that role over so that you can move on to other activities that are hiring, income producing, yeah. hiring, income producing. Absolutely. Our next topic is building and keeping culture. So that's building and maintaining yeah. a culture of accountability, building and maintaining a culture of giving and everyone's favorite one, building and maintaining a culture of fun. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah. So like you mentioned earlier, a lot of the things we've already talked about, I think really help denote what kind of culture we've created when it comes to training and accountability and um, having systems and processes and technology and all these things. But culture is an extension of the leader. Um, culture isn't something that can just be created overnight. The people that you bring into your world will shape the culture and the culture is ever changing. Mm -hmm. um, one bad party where somebody creates drama. I'm sure no one that's listening has ever been in that situation or one bad interaction in the office where someone cusses someone out, 
can kill the culture. Mm -hmm. And so it's always looking for quality people where it's not a question of if there will be drama. Drama is a natural part of life. There will be friction. Not everyone will be best friends, but it's finding mature individuals that can apologize when mistakes are made and be able to get over one another's differences, uh, make, you know, kiss and make up, so to speak, and be able to work together in a fun environment. And so there's a lot of things that we, we will do and we mm -hmm. can do to create a more fun um, and engaging environment. Of course, our office is a fun space, but a nice office alone isn't enough. It's making right. sure that you have events and you bring people together and I really think it's the attitude, though, of leadership that helps people feel comfortable being themselves, being that authentic mm -hmm. self. And I, I think we've done a really great job here at KW Elite to create that. I don't remember who said it here, but they said it beautifully when we had a workshop back in March. And they're like, why do you stay? Like, you can go do it. And they're like, I came because of the split and that was good financially, but I stay because of the culture mm, like and that. that can't be beat. And you will retain agents. You will keep agents. You will keep everyone if your culture fits them and fits you. And it's it, just a beautiful thing to watch happen. I like that. Our next topic is marketing presentations. So it's the listing presentation, the buyer presentation and the recruiting presentation. And we just finished, we're just finishing this month now in September. And we also went over investing presentations. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you talk about the culture that we've created and you talk about um, our ability as leaders to create leverage. Uh, the thing that I thought was the biggest challenge for newer agents was feeling like they knew what to talk about mm -hmm. when they sat with the first buyer that they ever worked with or the first seller um, on a listing presentation or the, the first li um, acquisition presentation when you're meeting with someone who you're possibly going to buy their house from them. And so it was obviously, an, it seems sensical to create some type of professional presentation. You could do it on paper or on an iPad or however you wanted to create it, but have some type of presentation that everyone can use to help them be more confident when they go through and meet with someone to give the people you meet with a nice visual because some people don't listen and hear everything you're saying, but mm -hmm. to see it makes the words stick out a little mm -hmm. bit better and it just looks more professional. Mm -hmm. So we make these available to anyone that's listening for free. If you want to see yeah. examples of our presentations, they're pretty easy to go in and switch out logos and switch out whatever information you want. You want to share yeah. again where they can find Again, those? grow with ERS. All of our stuff is on there. This guide is on there. You're just business plan is on there. Our marketing presentations are on there. Upcoming events, any and all that is cool. at growwithers.com. The other thing I wanted to mention too, in regards to grow with ERS, a lot of people that have come through workshops and that I have met that met us through the podcast have said they love being on our email list. Mm -hmm. So if you're on, like you had mentioned, um, Apple podcast, I know that it does push you new episodes, but we actually email every new episode out Absolutely. and the emails contain way more information and even bonus information mm -hmm. that you might be able to tease today on this podcast if you want. But there's extra stuff that goes out in the emails that we blast. Um, you're not going to get anything. There's not spams. And if you can unsubscribe, if you're yeah. thinking it's not for you, but all you have to do to register for that, I think, again, is grow with the RS, yeah. click on podcast and just give us your email address, hit submit, and you'll start getting the emails that we kick out. And I think we send them right after the podcast comes yeah. available. So starting in October, we are starting a new little thing here on, on the team building podcast. And it will be included in those emails. Um, and we're excited to launch those. Um, we guided it a little teaser on our Instagram stories today about it. So if you want to go to follow us, Elite Real Estate Systems, um, at Elite Real Estate Systems on Instagram, you can kind of guess what it is. But I don't think I want to say anything right, until say it launches. You know so. what? And you don't get to know until you go out to. Right. Um, 
but it's fun and it's exciting and it's easy and it's simple. And I think people are really going to enjoy it. Um, our next topic is agent retention, which is October, which is what we're about to hit next week. Yep. Um, probably already in October when this goes live. Yep. Um, so that's adding value outside of the commission split, becoming a thought leader in the industry and creating teams within teams. I love it. Yeah. I mean, we work so hard to recruit. Mm -hmm. And to find talent, to create the culture and to generate leads and to train the agents on how to work the leads and the, all of the things that go into it and to lose an agent that's a good agent. Um, and there's a lot of different reasons agents leave. Like you mentioned, a lot of them will stay because of culture. But of course, there's other reasons people will leave, even if it's a great culture that one's created. The number one reason I've seen great agents leave that I actually really like is because they felt like there was an opportunity outside of the world I had created that was bigger than what I could give them inside of our world. So it wasn't that they didn't like the world that we were in. Mm -hmm. They just didn't feel like they could be more like me inside of my world. They had to mm -hmm. leave me to be in my world. And that was one of the main reasons I launched the brokerage mm -hmm. because I felt like there was a, there were agents that had left us in the past when we were at Berkshire brokerage who left to be just like us. They wanted their own Omaha's elite real estate group team. And they wanted to be the person that had started. I'd say it was an for a lot of times it was ego driven. Yes. And so now owning the brokerage, there's no reason for anyone to leave. We have an independent model that allows people to pay us a very small fee. It's 50 grand a year to be powered by KW. They don't even have to use our name. Um, at Berkshire, my last year, I think we ended up giving them around $400,000. So you can save That's a lot of money. Change. Yeah, it's 400 Gs. Yeah, whatever. That was 2019 numbers. So uh, pretty crazy how much money people choose to give a brokerage just to have a label, uh, brokerages that don't really offer any support. And there's hundreds of them out there. And this isn't an attack against anyone. It's all of them. Mm -hmm. The traditional brokerage model, including Keller Williams brokerages. Yeah. There are brokerages that aren't running the model the way, they, the way that they should. And so KW Elite really does pride itself on making sure that we empower the agents with the tools necessary to be the most successful possible. Um, you did mention a lot of people stay for culture and part of our culture and what I really think does apply the most to retaining agents is if in our world, the agent and or staff member and or employee that works for any of our businesses believes that they can accomplish their dreams through working in that role with our core organization, they will never leave. Mm -hmm. And not only do they need to believe it, they need to start doing it. So mm -hmm. we create vision boards every January. Yes. This is part, I think of our, this might be coming up. Yeah. So the idea is that if people can inside of our organization accomplish their dreams, why would they ever leave? They'd only leave, hopefully, to go to an environment where they think they can accomplish their dreams faster. And I've watched so many people leave and I've tracked their numbers. Most people that have left our organization do not increase their income. They decrease their income and they probably work harder. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say it's ego driven. If people left here and they work less and made more money, then I'd say, great job. High five. You made the right decision. And right. I'd ask myself, why couldn't they have done that while they were here? Right. Yeah. And number two, I like to point out because I think um, becoming a thought leader in the industry, like just because you become a team leader and you exit business, you're not done. You have to continue to add value and create value and be knowledgeable in the real estate field, in the real estate arena to be able to be flexible yeah. and change and be like, no, you know, I've been here for a while, but this isn't the answer anymore. And we've got to figure out something here. Yeah. You only can recruit to the level of talent that you are. Correct. And you only can retain to the level mm -hmm. of talent that you are as the leader. 
And so if you want to recruit better people, become better. If mm -hmm. you want to retain your best agents, become better. And I think you make a great point there. We've been obsessive with going out continually today. I talk about 10 years ago, how Kevin and I traveled the country. That's how it started. Now it's, now right. we're doing it on steroids. And I think the podcast has been a big reason for that. We get to bring on right. amazing people. We get, we host thousands of people come through all of our different events, our summit and our we're workshops. Constantly challenging ourselves. Constantly pushing and masterminding. And we right. bring hundreds of top team leaders are currently in our coaching program. And we have masterminds every week, every yeah. Thursday for 30 minutes. So we, we don't know. I don't know anyone or any entity that knows more is more experienced to speak on the topic than we are. And I would like each team leader to be in that same position. And that's an easy, shameless plug for the team leader coaching product that Elite Real Estate System offers. Absolutely. Because we will put you in that circle of people and your agents will have more confidence that you're the right person to lead them because you're affiliated with Elite Real Estate Systems, our flagship team, Mohazli Real Estate Group, KW, et cetera. Yes, absolutely. All right. Number 11 is metrics tracking. So that's tracking agent, agent numbers, tracking lead generation, ROI, ROT, and utilizing leadership metrics. Yeah. Like we've talked about um, numbers empower agents and it empowers leadership to know where each and every person's time is best spent. I can't tell you when I first got licensed back in 2006, I, it was November of 2006. And I was walking around the office asking the 60 or 70 year old agents, hey, if you were me, what would you do? And nobody gave me any advice on how to sell houses. Everyone said I would have invested in more homes, which is pretty interesting now watching me buying homes. But that wasn't the advice I needed at the time. I was a poor, right. poor, poor college student with $100,000 in debt and I need to sell a house to keep my family fed. Right. I feel like there's a lot of gatekeeping with that. You know, how do I how do I get into real estate? How do I start selling homes? And like you said at the beginning of your journey, like nobody would say anything. And it's like, why aren't we sharing this information? Why is it being so heavily guarded? Why is the broker not training on this? Right. Why does the brokerage not have a process for training new agents, right. a mentorship program? Why is it so here, you know, like how Andy started, here's a phone book right. and a phone. It's like, why are we gatekeeping this information? Right. Again, they're only as good as their best talent. Right. So it says a lot for the traditional brokerage yeah. that doesn't have talent because they were never there because probably one of their parents left them the position and they weren't yeah. passionate about it. And so that is one of the things we definitely pride ourselves in is tracking everything. We are very analytical. Mm -hmm. um, we encourage the agents that aren't analytical. Your high IS is typically not analytical. Your high Cs are analytical. And so making sure we know where did each lead source come from? When did it, when did they come in through your open house, making sure it gets registered properly. And then once the deal has closed, we cast a vision or a board, a team leader board Absolutely. in the office. We're currently using Gecko board. We've used CSU a lot mm -hmm. in the past, but essentially we have a running tally, a leaderboard of sorts that allow each and every agent and team to know how many sales have they had, how many closings have they had year to date, how many overall closings has the brokerage experience? What's the average time on market? Um, right. All the stats that are pertinent to them when they're having conversations with buyers and sellers. And two, pertinent to those in leadership and being able to read those and use that information, you know, and see how everyone is doing just 100%. in general. One of the things I'm most excited about, because I'm a huge dork when it comes to analytics and stats that's is just where you're a dork. That's it. <laughs> that, well, that's the number one. Place. Oh, okay. Um, when we have a hundred offices, I want to have a room, call it the bat cave. It could be in this room. Oh, We're in gosh. our studio here with 100 monitors or maybe oh, just man. one big screen. And have 100 squares and the 100 squares will be all of our different expansion locations mm -hmm. and all the analytics specific to them. But the most exciting board, which we will share this when it's live, um, will have the main board that is all of those locations wrapped into one. Yes. So we'll be able to have 
averages and stats for the top two cities of every state, as well as all of the averages in the nation combined for tens of thousands of real estate transactions. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's going to help really empower new agents because a majority of the people that will be partnered with us in our expansion locations are agents in their first 36 transactions. Yeah. All right. Let's polish this off. Number 12 is career visioning. Yep. And that is defining your why as agents and as leaders, um, reverse engineering your agent's goals and creating goals for your leadership team. Perfect. Yeah. And we kind of hinted towards this earlier. Um, I think the vision board's the best way to talk about this. Yeah. A lot of people don't know what role they want to be in. You know, it's kind of the joke and I still make the joke. I wish I could be more like Catherine when I grow up. We're always growing. And if you're mm -hmm. not, you're dying. Right. And I want to make sure that every day of my life, I take full advantage of becoming a better version of myself in every area that I can improve on. And it's important as a leader to help those that are leaders in, inside of your organization continually scale up and become better as well. And like you pointed out earlier, if we're not doing that ourselves, then why should the people around us be doing it? And so being able to talk about career visioning and where do people want to go in their career and what kind of income do they want to generate because they know that they want to live a certain lifestyle, having conversations about, around that and then also creating quantitative goals that are trackable where you can hold someone accountable and you can track. Are they saving up the money to take their family to Disney? Are they, you know, putting themselves in a position to be able to start a family or buy their first house or whatever the goal is that they have? And if they can be accomplishing those goals inside of our world, they're never going to leave us. And for me, the thing I'm most passionate about, and I've done a lot of work, mental and emotional work on trying to decide what I want out of life. And as of now, on this recording, I'm turning 40 in November. The thing that gives me, I know, right? Over the hill. <laughs> it was funny. I was on a phone call with someone from Brazil, or it might have been Spain. I don't remember if it was Spanish or Portuguese. Don't worry, I speak both. And oh, we were having a conversation about sobre la montaña. I said, I wanted to say over the hill, but in Portuguese, they say sobre la montaña, I think, uh -huh. over the mountain. Oh. I thought that was kind of funny. Well, you know what they say, either you're green and growing or brown and rotting. I have not heard that. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. There it is. Thank you, Ken. I really appreciate so that. So with that, as I'm getting to this point at 40 years old and I start looking back at what I've done and now looking forward at what I'm going to do, and it's not about the money. And I know everyone's going to roll over your eyes. It is about money. It depends on what stage of life you're in. But for anyone listening that's made over a half a million dollars net in a year, you start to realize really quickly, it's not the money. That's not what gets you jacked. And if you don't know that yet, but you've been making that kind of money and you're like, wow, why aren't I as happy as I thought I was going to be? It's because your focus has been selfish. It's been on your own self and the things you are going to accomplish for yourself. But watching other people make their first half a million dollars, watching other people check things off their vision board, listening to my complete strangers who've been listening to this podcast for five years and learning that just one little thing I talked about or me and my guests talked about on the show changed someone's life for the better. That's what gets me jacked. And what's what makes me sad is we talked about scarcity earlier with the traditional brokerage model and the traditional team leaders. And I think a majority of people live a scarcity mindset and don't want anyone around them to know what's so special that they are doing because they think that if they gave it away, they're going to lose it. Yeah. It's the exact opposite. And we talk about that a lot on this podcast abundance is what breeds success. People will follow you. People will support you. People will come to you. You'll become a magnet. And I'll say that from my own perspective, because that's how I've lived my life. And that's what's happened for me. Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't have envisioned in a million years. I'd own so many different businesses in real estate, a mortgage company, a title company, insurance company, a coaching company, investment company, a podcast that's nationally ranked 150,000 downloads, right? <laughs> and so I say all of that because it inspires me to share with anyone listening that it's not about the money. Be the vehicle to help other people live and lead the life of their dreams. And in so doing, you will live and lead the life of your dreams. I don't know what to say after that. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> 
Again, that is the elite team building guide. I know so many people have been asking for something like this and we finally just sat down one day and pulled pulled it all together and it's beautifully designed. I think so, but if it's not, don't tell me. Um, again, I think it looks really cool for anyone on a video. I mean, it's, it's pretty nice. I mean, we don't show the printed one because it's... Anyhow, um, it's meant to be downloaded on your computer and you can get it at growwithers.com. It'll be one of the top links in the elite team building guide. Download it. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you think and apply these things. Apply them. Hold yourself accountable to applying them. There's goals on here. There's clear and defined goals to be able to work through these and move through these. And to help with that, you can also sign up for coaching. Absolutely. And it's not unrealistic in a 12 month interim. 12-month cycle to be able to get through all the topics. That's why we take one topic at a time. You'd say, whoa, metrics tracking, why would that be a month? Well, there's three main things we want to talk about. There's a goal associated to each one. And so our coaching organization was designed, get ready for this, to help people become better versions of themselves, to help them increase revenue in less time with less energy and help impact the people that are inside your world. Give us a shot if you want more information about team leader coaching and or our agent coaching product and our investor coaching product. And in the future, we'll be announcing, this is a soft announcement, our (gasps) ancillary business coaching product. Wow. We want to be elite real estate systems for all things real estate. So for more information on all of that, go to grow with ERS. We are looking forward to seeing you guys in the future, hopefully at an event. Um, I know we have our next virtual team building workshop coming up in November. Virtual team building workshop. If you're going to Inman, we're going to be there. Um, um, Jeff, Kevin, and Andy will be speaking. We'll be having happy hour in Inman, then virtual workshop in November, November 16th. And then it looks like we'll be going to Long Beach, California in January. All right. We'll be hosting a virtual, or I guess not virtual. Uh, an in-person but, uh, workshop yeah. out in Long Beach, California. All right. SoCal. So anyone on the West Coast or anyone on the East Coast wanting to make a trip, come hang out yeah. with us in SoCal. Um, we are going to be in Vegas, like you just brought up, at Inman, and we are going to host a party. We haven't decided the day. So if you're going to be in Vegas at the same time, we'll be posting all that information up on our website for people to go in and RSVP. Yeah. But it's going to be pretty easy. We're just going to cover your tab for a couple hours and hang yeah. out with anyone that wants to come say hi. So would love to see you there. You don't have to be an ERS client to come. More importantly, if you're not an ERS client, we want to see you there. But of course, yes. if you are an ERS client, let us come buy you a drink and it'll be a good time. Yeah. Right. Thank you. We did it. That's it. That's the elite team building guide. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Keep supporting the event, the team building podcast. And again, if you can get out there and give us a quick five star review, we'd really appreciate it. We're going to get to a thousand reviews before the end of this millennium. Okay. (laughs) Miss Nizzy, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.